0: This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey guys, it's Garcelle Beauvais and welcome to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. Grab a cocktail and get ready for some grown and sexy conversations with me and some of my closest friends. We're talking sex, life, relationships, did I say sex, and everything in between. Tonight, I am going to bed with a woman who is bold and smart and funny. Listen, it is chelsea fucking
1: handler (laughs) hi (laughs) hi garcelle i can't wait to go to bed with you i can't wait to go to bed with you (laughs) and the
0: other person i'm going to bed with is my friend she's an actress she's a comedian she's a host she brings southern charm wherever she goes i'm talking about trish sir hey trish hi you beauty i'm so geeked to be in bed with the both of you this is joyful (laughs) <laughs> I joyful. All right, guys. What is your drink of choice tonight? I am having a little bit of Prosecco. Yeah.
1: I am and- having a, I'm having a Belvedere with,
2: or I think it's Belvedere with some, um, lemon, <coughs> lime LaCroix. And, oh, that sounds That sounds um, refreshing, by the way. I'm doing Casamigos and straight lime juice on the rocks with some Tabasco. There we go. <laughs> Trish.
0: Very nice, <laughs> Trish. So wait, Trish, do you, Obviously, everybody knows Chelsea, but do you know Chelsea in a
2: yeah. different way? Yeah. Chelsea and I have done hard time together. We like when we both drove sh- shitty cars and sat on sidewalks and waited for time. Like we've done real time together. And I, there's a few people on this earth I cheer for constantly like I do Chelsea Handler. So she's the real, real damn deal. And I love that. I love that. I love that.
0: I love that. I love that. So you guys were both in the show, Girls Behaving Badly. How badly were you guys behaving? Do tell.
2: Well, the hidden camera show.
0: So
1: Yeah. We were behaving pretty badly. I mean, I remember there were a couple of skits where I peed in my pants from laughing so hard because it was so stupid what we were doing. Like once I was doing makeup on a baby that was about to be born – what? And I was a makeup artist that was getting ready to put makeup on the actual baby as soon as she shot out of the vagina. So that uh-huh. was very hard to keep a straight face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chelsea, why are you so bold? Why are you so free with your body? Obviously, I follow you on social media. How do you keep those boobs so perky? <laughs> Well, oh, what is
1: that? Honestly, I wear a bra to sleep every night, and Trish, I'm sure we've slept had sleepovers at some point in our yeah. lives together, so she can yeah. probably attest to it. They're, I, they're real
2: and they're natural, honey.
1: They're hers and, all the way. And they're bouncy and jubilant, and you know what? Yeah. I have learned to embrace and accept them and share them with the world. So uh, yeah, I keep them bouncy because I haven't had any children, and I wear a bra to sleep, and that's the truth.
0: Wow. That's really, really interesting. Back in the day, didn't women sleep in their bras for that very reason?
1: I mean, I I must, somebody must have told me at some point to sleep in my bra because I wouldn't have gotten that, my idea on my, that idea on my own, you know, and I got my boobs. They came in overnight once when I was like 13 and At the time, it was too much to handle, right? So I could, so like having them out while I was sleeping was more of an inconvenience than packing them away. (laughs) And then once you do that for long enough, it just becomes uncomfortable to sleep without a bra.
2: I do the same okay. thing. I've slept in a bra always. Same. I, I'm like, yeah. And I haven't had kids, so they kind of stayed where they're at. So I don't know. Maybe Well, that Trish, we're going to need to see them. Okay. Yeah. Girl, we're gonna- I'll show them to you anytime. <laughs> I'm to so, I don't give a fuck, but I feel like the rest of the world doesn't need all that mess. Everyone's warmed up to mine already.
0: Yes, they have. <laughs> How are you so free? I mean, we all have insecurities and things we lo- want to hide and lingerie or a sheet. How come you're so free?
1: Well, I just don't take myself very seriously. I mean, it's, it's more of that and less of like free. I mean, I like that it pisses people off. So I continue to do it. You know, I like when people get, get all twisted about me because I'm not trying to be <laughs> sexy. I'm trying to be funny. You know, skiing down a right. mountain with a, mar- with a margarita and a joint topless is not like sexy. I mean, it, I'm sure some people think Since it is, but I I'm- was
2: about to say, wait a second, sister. <laughs> that My is very sexy and, both- and
0: invite me next time. Mom. Oh, oh my my God. God. you can come anytime. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea. I heard you talk about this, and I have a story. You talked about men talking about their balls. There was a neighbor of mine next door, great guy. I wanted to fix him up with a girlfriend of mine, and she went on a date with him. And on the first date, he said to her, "I only have one ball."
1: Well, that's better than
0: two, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to get that business. And- She's like, the way, why up would front. he tell me that on the first date? I know, men. It's like they don't get it. They don't understand. We're telling them how to behave and they're not listening. It's right. like there's no situation where you need to bring up your balls ever no, to no, us. Ever. Ever. No.
0: Ever. Not ever. Even if
1: we've been dating for two years, I still don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's what true. about dick pics?
0: I don't think women find that sexy. I think that's like men are more visual and they want to see maybe a vagina, but I don't want to see your dick unless it's going in no. me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't even really want to see a penis when it's about to penetrate me. I would rather just feel it. You know, it's like some okay. things are better felt and not seen, no. just like some things are better seen and not heard.
2: Beautifully okay. said. All right. I
1: just <laughs> Thanks, Trish. I was like, wow, that came out smooth. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure. Damn, did I, you can't sure do damn did it. Yeah,
0: sure, damn did.
1: Um, mm. There's a new thing you guys that
0: I just heard about that women are putting cold. They're taking coins like pennies and freezing them, and then putting them in their vagina as a coolant. Have you guys ever done that? Would you do that? Is that crazy?
1: <laughs> Wait, what are we cooling the inside of our vaginas?
0: Yes, it's a vagina <laughs> cooling system.
1: Oh, for mm-hmm. impl- Oh, oh, oh. You mean after you've had sex and it's sore, like yes. for that
2: purpose? Yes. Oh, yes. I see. Yes. Uh,
0: Cleaned, oh. frozen, inserted.
2: Is yeah, there something cleaner be... besides money? <laughs> That's a great question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is post-COVID. I don't think anyone should be putting coins in any
0: of their <laughs> yes. orifices. Thank you, and we're running out of coins, anyways. Yes. Yeah, right. we're, we're also running out of orifices, <laughs> yeah. and, and that um
2: how's your new man trish he's the your best. new husband chelsea i got rid of my first husband she yeah. enjoyed oh. that one but she vaguely oh. remembers that one. Oh, um, I and well, I one oh great that you're
1: already remarried with somebody you're thank into. you he's
2: the business i know you I miss a day with too. her you miss a year <laughs> i know, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do
2: yeah the first one was darling he just wasn't my person it's fine oh yeah it's i fine. remember him of course wait tell me about your new husband New husband, uh, ten years older than me, and uh, a like bass player, former rocker, just the shit. He's the shit. Great sex, great conversation. I laugh Aww. my, we laugh our asses off. I, I couldn't have. It's divine. You know when you're like, screw this shit. I don't want to be with anybody anymore. I don't want a man. Yeah. And then this some bitch shows up, and I was like, damn. Wow. Well, well you know, I'm
1: where, I'm where you were when you met him. So maybe someone will show up like that for me. All I want is to laugh my ass off with someone. That's all I'm asking. I don't even care if they're cute anymore.
2: Yes, you do. Yes. And they have, well, to, and a they have to have good sex. Cause I was ready to be like, okay, I'm going to be alone with cats. Screw this shit. Why
0: are we single? Chelsea? We are funny. We are yeah, smart. We are doing things. What is happening?
2: <laughs> well, wait. What are you both looking for? I need to. Ha- what do you want in a man? You know, know what Chelsea every girl's looking for. for you want to
0: laugh. You want to have great sex. You want somebody who's going to go on the journey with you. I have kids. They have to love my kids. They they don't need a dad. They just need a friend. So how do we do it, Chelsea? Oh, you want an app?
1: I yeah. I've been on Raya a bunch. I've talked about that, and I've been like, you know, I've hooked up on that. I've never. I mean, I've dated guys from Raya for like short spurts. Nothing serious. Really? Yeah, so that's a good I app. Just but, joined. I mean, I, I'm not anti-apps. I think apps are great. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody should do what they want. Work as hard as you want to find someone. Like how important is it to you, right? For me, right good now, point. I kind of have that attitude like, wow, if you're not going to be a huge addition to my life,
2: then it's yes. a distraction. Exactly. That's- So when I divorced the old husband and I sat down and made a list of all the things I wanted in a man, and I was painfully specific all the way down to like a solid ass FICO score because I can't have somebody bringing my crap down. So I was like, (laughs) everything, you know, if you're going to go half with me on life, what's that look like? Right. And then I sat down and put a star next to all the things I am. And I was not all those things. And it was Uh, an ugly scab uh, to
0: pick for myself. So so then I started- That's wow. what I, I
2: had to take a look at. No, I, but you know, you're sitting there making this magic list. And then I was like, okay, well, what are you? And when I realized I wasn't all those things, I was like, let's back into this, sis. Cause this is not a dream sequence. So I started doing the wow. work on the things I put a star on and that's, and then he showed up literally five weeks later.
0: Wow. wow. Okay. Chelsea, we're doing a list tonight.
2: Well,
1: I did <laughs> make a list. I made a list and- like two, two years ago with my girlfriend and yeah, no, nothing happened, but I haven't gone through with it and starred the traits that I hold, because I'll do that as soon as we get off this. Here, wait. Yeah, can okay. I, it? I want to know. Let me, yeah. let me find it. It's in my notes okay. section. Hold on.
2: I love that it. it's in your notes. I love oh that Oh in that. notes. Oh, future husband. That. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. okay. Oh, great.
1: Okay. Future okay. husband. Oh, no, no, no. That's a joke. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh I found God. it. Okay. I found it. Look okay. at this. Okay. Okay? okay. You guys shut the fuck up and listen to this. Okay. Uh, please bring me a man who is strong physically and emotionally. I'm strong physically and emotionally. Check, check. Someone who is not afraid of risk, but also puts me in my place. Check. Someone who values equality, humor, and who keeps me feeling alive. Yeah. Check, check. I want a man who I can ski with. I love skiing, who I can travel with and someone I can be silent with. I want a best friend. Oh, this is deep, you guys. I love that. He is good. Oh, my God. And then it goes on and on. But, like, um, you know, basically, yeah, I'm going to go through this. What you just did, Trish, and star the things that I am, star the things that I'm not.
0: I love that. I think you want the same man, except I don't want someone who skis because I don't ski.
2: Same here. Yeah, right. I, can lodge, I can lodge like nobody's business. I'd be the best bitch when you get back from that ski lift, but I'm not. All you okay, guys will have no to learn, learn how to do is apre. That's all that matters in skiing. I, can it's apres. Apres. It's apres. <laughs>
0: I got your apre. Um, okay. So besides 50 Cent, have you dated any other black men?
1: No, but I want to date a black man because uh, that's where Um. I'm headed, definitely. I mean, I have had it (laughs) up to here with white men and this fucking bullshit. (laughs) So I'm like at the end of my fucking rope. I'm like, listen, we need to all focus our attention. I don't know. On the black men. On black and Asian men. You know what I mean? We need to run towards them and give them the (laughs) gifts of love. And I mean, seriously. So... I, I oh, mean, so many of my friends God. are becoming lesbians now, like, you know, no. in middle life lesbians. I'm like, men are turning us off so much that we're turning against them right. and toward each other.
0: That is so damn true. But for me, <laughs> I'm go- I think it's going to be a white boy summer for me. I'm sick of the black men. Uh, Wait, what, what, I need what, a break. What happened? Oh, Garcia. girl, please. What? what please. You know, oh, <laughs> you know, all kinds of like, oh... At a certain age, a woman shouldn't dress the same way. This guy didn't want to choke me because he had a, just a bunch of shit. Wait, he What's had issues a, with choking you? He had issues with choking. And I don't want to be choked out and pass out. I just no. want to be
1: choked you a You just want to be bit. choked the regular way.
0: Yeah. Yes. Comfortably yeah. choked. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, guys, drunk sex or uh, high sex? What are you into? I would take
2: high sex because drunk sex, I mean, really – It's fine. We've all had it. It's just tedious on every level. You don't want drunk sex dick either, by the way. That's tired too. You're like, I can't. But high sex, depending on the level of high, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Most things I do better when I'm high. (laughs) 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 And performing sexually,
0: girls, is one of them. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Wait, Chelsea, I'm going back to black men. Do you think they're better? Do you think they do have bigger dicks? I was married to a white man, but I've dated black
1: men. I mean, I've been with a lot of black guys. I've been probably with like uh, eight or nine black guys. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone had a small penis. Oh, no, that's not true. Yeah, I had sex with a black guy that didn't have a big penis.
0: Did you oh. make him feel uncomfortable about it?
1: No, no. I was too okay. young to know how to make a man feel uncomfortable. <laughs> But now, (laughs) now I, yeah, now I've got no problem with that exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Chelsea, I loved your HBO Max special evolution. I mean, the way you do your thing is amazing. And then on a serious note, that documentary you did about white privilege was phenomenal. Did you just wake up in the middle of the night or one morning and go, "I'm going to do this"? Or has this been something that you've thought about and felt like you had a privilege?
1: Yeah, I think it I went was to, awesome. Well, thank you very much. That's very meaningful for you to tell me that. I appreciate it. Uh, when I went to therapy, I discovered just how entitled my life was and how mm. you know privileged I was and. I hadn't really recognized that in the same way that I was able to when I was 40. I was able to actually take stock and think, okay, what are you doing? Who are you helping? Are you making a contribution? What is your goal here? What is your purpose in life? Are you just here to collect checks and be stupid and silly, or do you want to be meaningful? And so at that time, I I wanted to just pivot everything I was doing and do stuff that was actually provoking conversation and and... That was mindful of my own position, right? To, 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 yeah. to have the ability to even make a documentary at Netflix is a fucking privilege. So what am I going to do with that opportunity? Am I going to go and do a whole series about all the different sh- treatments I get done to my face? Or am I going to go make a, you know, documentary about something that will provoke a lot of conversation and confrontation, which yeah. I like confrontation because it's a great gateway to more knowledge. You know, you got to be brave and have conversations that are uncomfortable. also take yes. risks, you know, on behalf of like all of us take a risk. Yeah. So I feel very passionately about doing things like that, projects like that, even when everyone tells me not to do it.
0: Of course. No, keep doing you. Keep Please, doing yes. you. That's what we love. That's what is inspiring. Please keep doing you. Let's get back to sex. Are you guys dominant or submissive? Chelsea, I can't imagine you being submissive.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine it either, but I feel like it's more of a 50-50 thing. I'm not dominant. Like, I definitely like to be, you know, I like a man to make a move. I like to be felt. I like to feel like, you know, really feminine and girly and in those interactions. Like, I don't want to be in charge of that, but sometimes you have to be, unfortunately, which is like such a buzzkill. It
0: really is. It It really, really is. I agree. Okay. Psychedelic sex. Chelsea. Oh. Are you open to that?
1: Oh, I like the voice you asked me that you're like, "Are you open to that?" <laughs> open to that? Um, am I open to psychedelic sex? I'm sure I've had sex on mushrooms at some point. <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be mathematically impossible for that not to have happened. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I don't remember it standing out, no. <laughs> right, exactly,
0: exactly. Trish, what about you?
2: I was this like Nancy Reagan, just say no kid. Like I bought into the bullshit. I was the dumb bitch that hung a contract on the refrigerator and my family scattered like cockroaches. But I was like, it's here. <laughs> like everybody's like got stuff to do. So I bought in for a long time and was like overly righteous for no good reason. And then realized that my type A was actually much better if I was controlled with, you know, any form of THC that was like Mm -hmm. monitored, not out there getting a mess. Mushrooms are a different story. Anything psychedelic is a different story because I am constantly afraid I'm going to be the one, like, again, the Nancy Reagan child. I'll be the one kid that overdosed and I'll be the poster child for everybody. Right. Cautionary tale. She was literally over there designing houses and making people laugh. And the next thing we knew, she did shrooms once and was dead in the street. Trish, you leave the drugs to me,
1: okay? I got your back on this one. Always. (laughs) And that's why I love the shit out of you, yet again.
0: Always. I don't know. I'm so afraid of snakes that I feel like I would hallucinate a bunch of snakes crawling on me. That's (laughs) why I've never done anything more than weed.
1: That's so funny that you say that. Same. When I went to Peru and did ayahuasca, I sh- taped it for a special for Netflix. I did this series called Chelsea Does and I, w- and I am so scared of snakes. I have a phobia. Me like too. it's beyond being scared. So yeah, yeah, I can totally relate. And I thought the whole time, cause when you go to Peru, there's all these pictures of anacondas everywhere <gasps> oh, and like ayahuasca is intertwined with anacondas. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be the fucking moment. Like yeah. snakes are going to come at me and right. I'm going to be hallucinating but it, it had not, I had no snake experience whatsoever. Oh, so God. that was a big relief.
0: Wow. Would you ever try to confront your phobia? I won't.
1: Oh yeah, we went to this place in Peru and we were at this camp for like this lodge, outdoor lodge for like, I don't know, four or five nights. And I was there to confront my fears of snakes. And so our guide, you know, our nature guide- he had a machete on him in case we came across an anaconda. And I was like, okay, well, we need to go out and find one. And one night I was like, let's go. I'm ready. Like, you can just find an anaconda in the middle of the <laughs> no, I like I thought they were at everywhere. Night. Yeah, just everywhere. Yeah. So I tried to face my fears, but we didn't find one.
2: <laughs> never, I tell uh-huh. you. No. So, no. Nope. Ever. Yeah, ever, that's, ever. I'm that way with blizzards. I'm petrified of a Komodo dragon. Like, I'm literally deadly petrified of Komodos. Like, they're going to come mm-hmm. and kill me in the night. I yeah, think that's those pretty, things are huge.
1: I think I think that's a pretty reasonable reaction to a Komodo dragon. Yeah, thank I think you so too. Thank You're you. not crazy, that's
2: my-
0: <laughs> guys. You know this podcast is all things sexy, right? And you know what's really sexy? Clear skin. I'm obsessed with my skin. That's why I'm excited to partner with this episode sponsor, Apostrophe. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash Garcelle when you use our code garcel Now this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash and click begin visit. Then use our code Garcelle at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and use that code garcel to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. All right, guys, we're going to get into our nightcap. I'm going to ask you um, what you think of, the first thing you think of, weirdest place you've ever had sex. I'm going to say I was fingered on a plane.
1: Finger, I think you mean finger blasted.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> technical term. Yes.
1: That's the weirdest place I've ever had sex. Probably my parents' bed.
2: Oh, yeah, that would be weird. Really? weird. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. They
0: were away for the weekend.
1: No, I don't even think they were away for the weekend. I think I did it in some sort of like subversive attempt to be like, (laughs) fuck you two. You know, like I had
2: a boyfriend (laughs) who was like, let's go fuck in my parents' bed. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't even get through this. Mine would be a bathroom at Universal Studios. Don't ask. It was weird. Yeah, that was that weird. when we were filming my show, Trish? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> <Not>
1: allegedly. <laughs> Weirdest thing you've humped. I've humped a, a
0: teddy bear when I was uh when I was younger and I was trying to figure out, you know, my G spot or, you know, masturbating. So a teddy bear. Weirdest Mine's- thing I humped
1: weirdest thing I humped would be like a wooden spoon when I was also learning how to masturbate at like eight years old because you could do it over your jeans. And I was so grossed out by my own vagina when I was a little girl that the first I was like, I want to do this, but I don't want to touch my vagina. So I had to get something that was really durable to do it over my jeans. So that's, ah. how, I, that's how we used to call that's it getting smart. the feeling. And that's how I would get the feeling at my girlfriend's house. We'd all be like, do you guys all want to get the feeling? And we'd all like lie face down on the carpet no. over our jeans and rub. <laughs> you should come out
0: with
2: a wooden swoon line. Yes, you oh, should. That's a good idea.
0: Yes, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> That's hysterical.
2: Mom was a pink panther. Mom was like your teddy bear. Mom was a pink panther because it had a durable ass nose. You remember how big the nose was on pink? Panther? Yes, that's hey. why I
0: use the teddy bear. <laughs> yep. There you go.
2: Okay. Weirdest thing you've
0: used for lube? Oh. I guess spit. If a guy
2: does weird. that, that's, that's not weird. Weird. everyone okay. does okay. that. Oh, do yeah, they? that's common. Oh.
1: Um, for lube, I don't. I don't want to brag. Oh, maybe some cabernet. I think I've used cabernet <laughs> as lube once. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. We just spilled a bunch of Cabernet because oh I was joking about how gross Cabernet was and then it got all over my vagina and I was like, well, this seems like a perfect opportunity for, for us to start having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lubed and ready. I got I mean, my Cabernet. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Uh, Trish, you're too busy laughing. <laughs> Are you uh, yeah, get to it? please.
2: I can't. Cabernet, I can't. <laughs> Mine was coconut oil. It's not exciting. It was just what was on the nightstand because I was going through a very, you know, when you could, back when mm-hmm. coconut oil was for every damn thing. I was like, yes. And why not lube?
0: Oh my God.
2: Okay. So there we um, The most aus-
0: outrageous sex you've had?
2: I don't think I've had anything crazy
0: yet.
1: I once had sex on like a, we were at the Great Barrier Reef in Australia and I was dating a guy and we- had sex outside our balcony, like exposed, we were exposed to the water and it was like early in the morning and we were on who knows what. And we were having sex outside, like on our, on our little like, you know, patio, but then Mm -hmm. it fell over into the rocks and we fell off of that patio because we were like so hot and heavy. And that we were, we fell onto rocks first of all, and then continued to have sex. On the rocks, and that was like I was like, we are too. If we think this is hot, we need to go to bed. Like it was beyond (laughs) being sexy; it was gross.
0: That's like (laughs) Cirque du Soleil kind of shit. That's amazing. (laughs)
2: That's
0: amazing. Chelsea, would it turn you off if a guy wanted you to peg him? It would turn me off because then he'd be my bitch. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Peg him? You mean fuck him with a strap on?
0: Yeah, yeah. That would. That's not for me. no,
1: No, I wouldn't be into that.
0: No, I wouldn't no. be into that either. No,
1: no. that would not no. turn me on. No. Maybe no. I would do it as a friend, as a favor, but not somebody I'm interested in romance. <laughs> Chelsea, do you want kids? No. Because I'm
0: wondering what kind of mother you would be. <laughs>
1: a bad one. okay. I have no. two dogs
2: and they hate no. me, so it would be a I... hot mess. No, it, would not. No, it would not. You love those dogs. Are you kidding me? Those dogs yeah, I... are better than most third world countries. I love those dogs.
1: Those dogs don't love me back. They love my cleaning lady. They love her. (laughs) They wake up in the morning and they wait for her to come. And they run around the house in excitement for about an hour every morning. And the minute she leaves every day at 4 p.m., they both pass out like party's over. It's good night. I'm like, excuse me, you fucking assholes. I'm your fucking mother. I would be a very bad parent. (laughs) That's pretty
0: bad. All right. I'm going to go to a question, uh, a Twitter question. At before I cheeto, my partner will not reciprocate oral sex. And I am this close to cheating on him with someone else. What do you recommend?
2: Why wouldn't you want to do it? Why don't you just leave him then? That's a deal breaker. Who cares why he
1: doesn't want to do it because it's not interesting already. So game over and they're not married. They're just dating. So instead of cheating, do the upright thing and break up and then go get someone to go down on you. (laughs) Anyone. All day long. That's right. And also tell that guy the reason you're breaking up with him is because he won't go down on you and good luck with
2: his next relationship. That's right. And then he might want to give that information up front so that she knows in the beginning that that's, if that's a deal breaker, (laughs) it's a deal breaker.
0: Yeah, I agree. The second question at Too Much Too Soon asks, how do you know if marriage is in the cards for you? I'm still woefully undecided. I never said I was going to get married again after my divorce. My divorce was horrible. We had an open marriage. I didn't know it was open, apparently. Um, and, uh, and so I said I would never get married. And then COVID quarantine came around, and I'm like, when I don't have my kids, it's kind of lonely. Maybe I would get married. So I'm actually more open to it than I've ever been in my life. What would you say to him, Chelsea, and me?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I really wouldn't put the pressure on yourself to even think that you have to do one or the other, right? You just mm-hmm. have to be open-minded to different experiences. So if the opportunity presents itself to date someone fantastic, great. If it doesn't, you're also great. Like that can't dictate your happiness, you know?
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Could you see
1: yourself married? Beautiful. For as it, like, you know, as a one-off, sure. Like, <laughs> I could see myself wanting to do it to say, you know, to one of those things you want to experience in life. Yeah. Like I appreciate that I'm missing out on one of the biggest loves in life by not having a child. I won't experience that feeling and that connection that you have, but I'm okay with that. But I don't want to miss out on like being so in love with somebody that I would want to marry them. You know, I mean, I felt that way about a couple boyfriends, but I don't want to miss out on that, that feeling either. So I do like to be open-minded even though, you know, I'm a pretty happy camper in my, in my single life.
0: I can tell, I can tell, which is a beautiful thing. All right, ladies, this is my favorite part of the podcast where you get to highlight someone who's made you laugh, who's inspired you. We call it, who do you want to go to bed with? So Trish,
2: who would you like to go to bed with? I would actually do Chelsea right now because you don't realize when you've done a bunch of life with somebody and seasons bring you in and out of somebody's life. But when you actually genuinely, authentically love somebody and you're mm-hmm. like, they're the shit, that's this one. And I applaud the evolution because you have to know I've known Chelsea all around the world and I, yeah, yeah. And I love the <laughs> evolution of Chelsea. That's no, the no, truth. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we were dipshits in our 20s and you think about the things that you did that were not who you really were you weren't standing in you and the beauty of seeing someone be themselves is sexy as hell and so you're like yeah
0: i love that that's beautiful
1: that's
2: so
0: nice i
1: love you honey that's so sweet
0: that's really really great chelsea who do you want to go to bed with
1: i guess my gay assistant brandon i mean (laughs) why i love it he just he takes, takes such good care of me and he cares yeah. about my happiness and my well-being. And you know, the other day like he was removing a chandelier from this rental house that I'm staying in and I was just watching him like if I was going to have a man around on a regular basis, he would have mm. to be that much of a contributor. You know, like I was so turned on by him removing the chandelier like, you know, the physical <laughs> strength of that. I was like, oh, right so exactly. Confident. But he's so confident and capable, capable, right? right? And right. and and that he was, like, willing to, you know, do that. Because I was like, why does he keep making that noise? He's like, oh, sweetheart, let me just take this down. I'm like, really? Take the chandelier down? He goes, yeah, no problem. And I was like, that's hot. And then I was just thinking, like, yeah, these kinds of things turn me on.
2: What's your what, – who'd you go to bed with, Garcelle?
0: I'm dying to see uh, In the Heights. So Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think yeah. what he's been able to do, like, the fact that my kids – you know, could learn about you know history through rap is huge because <laughs> otherwise I'd never get him to like pay attention. So I just think he's really talented and he's smart and he seems like a really good guy. So I'd yeah, like that's to go a that's a good answer. answer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, ladies, tell people where you want them to follow you. Go, Chelsea. Um, I follow me anywhere: Instagram, Twitter. So you can listen to my Dear Chelsea podcast. You can follow me anywhere; I'm everywhere. <laughs>
2: Trish. And I'm, I'm at Trish there on everything. So just go hunt my ass down and you'll find me.
0: I love it. I love you guys so much. This means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle and on my Twitter at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Beauvais-Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive Producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Sam Winter, and Crystal Lining. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, associate producer, Taz Beckford. Music from Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Jeremiah Zimmerman.